Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Claire Venice. And I'm Geoff Lacey. We're on Butzer Hill. And limbering up for a race in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield, I love the square, the hangers, the open air swimming pool, lots of fun shops, then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Geoff Lacey. Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. This week, we were meant to be at the top of Butzer Hill as the Butzer Hill Challenge gets underway. We meet some of the participants and find out why running up such a steep hill has become so popular. We also bring you an update on the Petersfield and List NCT and plans are moving forward for a police station in the town. The P stands for Petersfield. I can't believe that we live in such an idyllic place. The Peapod. Hello, Claire. Good morning, Job. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> now, in the introductions, we said we were meant to be at the top of Butts Hill. Talk us through what's happened. Well, in actual fact, Job, we were at the top. We were? We weren't really supposed to be at the top. We thought we were at... We thought we were supposed to be at the top. Um, turns out we needed to be down at the bottom. Yes. So, by the time we got back to the car, we'd already done 3,000 steps. <laughs> And we were still a mile away from the challenge. <laughs> we had our own Butser Hill challenge, Josh. <laughs> Bit of orienteering. <laughs> but we did see a lovely caterpillar. We did see a caterpillar. We did, Joff. A bit of uh, wildlife spotting there yes. too. But we ended up getting back in the car, driving to Kiwi Park. Yes. Parking in the correct place. Just in time for the start of the Year 6 race, which is we taking have. place now. Yes. And later on in the show, you'll hear us talking to uh, Barney. From Hearn, yes. who came second in the year four race, which was great. Now, in the background, we've got kids and we've got the Church's College Band, who are whacking out some great tunes. Yeah, pretty good guitar player there. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a great atmosphere here, actually, it on is. this Sunday morning, which at first the weather looked a little bit iffy, didn't it? It but did, it did. I think the rain's going to hold off until the afternoon. So, um, lots of races. So, were you tempted? No. No. You know, I like running. You know I like yeah, running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I quite like running on my own. It's a little bit of headspace for me yep. and my own sort of thing to do. And I get a bit kind of anxious when I'm running with lots of people. I lose my pace. I well, feel you, a little bit you, sort of not right. You better not do the Great South Run then because it's thousands. <laughs> I have thought about, and this year I really seriously thought about doing the Great South Run. Um, but I, I don't think it will happen this year. No. No. You've done it, Joff, though, haven't you? I've done the Great South Run twice, yes. Yeah. 2012 and 2014, a distant memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to um, to do a little update on last week's wasp uh, oh, yes. incident. Yes. In that I did go to minor injuries. Right. And I must say, we're so lucky to have minor injuries in town at the Pittsburgh yep. Hospital. They are so lovely. And I think I waited less than half an hour to see somebody. Um, was was quickly told I needed to take some strong antihistamines yep. and, and to rest my foot. Um, and goodness me, those antihistamines were strong. Yeah, I did speak to you uh, the, the next day. You were you were quite high. Quite high, weren't you? <laughs> Really made me feel a bit weird. Have you got any left? Uh, I, did, I only took one, <laughs> two, two. I only took two, um, but did the job. So, so yeah, that's um, all good now, and and back to running. Now, Joff. Yes. You're dressed in shorts. Yes. Sort of potential running gear. Potential running gear. You have a t-shirt underneath. I have a t-shirt though. on, Claire. Now explain your t-shirt. My t-shirt, as you know, Claire, I am up for peaceful personality in the peaceful festival awards. 
2023. He's unzipping. Did I'm you unzipping. Hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, stand back, ladies. I'm unzipping because um, I, I thought I needed to up my um, game game in mm. getting votes. So I've I've created a T-shirt, and the T-shirt is of uh, the face, the photo we used for the Canterbury Tales. And I know everyone loved seeing those posters and roadside banners. And at the bottom of the post of the T-shirt, I've got "Vote for me, or the posters go back up." <laughs> And actually, yesterday, someone did say, I'm going home to vote because I don't want to see those again. Brilliant. It works. It works. <laughs> Anti-campaign. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit disconcerting, actually, standing here opposite you now, looking at your face twice. Yeah. <laughs> once got, on your T-shirt yeah, and once on your It is amazing. But after, after doing 3,000 steps, my, the face on my T-shirt was sweating just as badly as I was. <laughs> we were silly, weren't we? We were very, silly. very silly. But Claire... I'm going to take you back. Okay. I've been, I was working out of Romsey this last week. And they had a love, I found a lovely old-fashioned baker's. Mm, very nice. And they had a piece of lardy cake. Haven't seen it for years, haven't eaten it for years. It was one of the greatest things I've ever eaten. Oh, really? It, it took me back to when... There was the donkey cart, the Punch and Judy in town, lovely proper bakers, and it was the fruit, the bread, and the caramelised sugar. It was great stuff. Now, if you could go back to your younger days, what kind of um, food brings back memories for you? Sticks of rock. Right. Which, I don't know if you see them anymore. I don't know. I oh, haven't seen Sticks of Rock for yeah. ages, but I remember going on holiday oh, and pink. Sticks of Rock. Yeah, the pink, pink. ones. And you, with the your tongue, in the middle. Yes, or, and your yeah. tongue go pink. Yeah, little holes in as well yeah. sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I love rock. a bit of Stick of Rock. Yeah, I haven't had rock for ages. No. Probably rot my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Something silly now. Well, that's it. So, um, yeah, it looks like they're coming to the end yeah, of the, the, the year six. I think it's two kilometres. They've not done that too badly, have they? They haven't. Bear in mind we started. Finally, Claire, mm. a difficult weekend in the Venice household, I believe. Yeah, we've had a bit of a change. All week's been a bit um, heightened, I'd say. We've had a birthday. Um, and and yesterday, Saturday, we dropped our elders off at university. Wow. A big change. How did, did you notice a difference straight away in the house? Felt very strange coming home. I mean, having said that, you know, most 18-year-olds are out all over yeah. the place. And she has been for, for quite a while now. Um, but it's just the fact that we know now she's somewhere else. Yeah. She's not going to And when's she going to come back? I don't know. <laughs> well, let's say Christmas. <laughs> yeah, definitely for Christmas. I've already planned to go and see her early October. So I've What, people on tour? Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's just nice to have a date in the diary and yes. you know, stock her up with a few more bits of, of food and whatnot. But um, she seems to be settling in well. Uh, we met some of her flatmates she's sharing with, who all seem lovely. So hopefully they'll look after each other and, and have a great time. <laughs> you know, very proud of her to get to this it, point. It is. It does go. Because I, I didn't go to university. I went to, uh, I failed my own twice, badly. So I went to, I went to Ipswich to do just a HND in business and finance. And actually on the 7th of October... I'm going back to Ipswich for the first time for a reunion. Oh, well, that'll be great fun, Joel. It will be great fun. It's a, a seven, I last saw them probably September 1993 when I went to collect my certificate. Ooh, so a 30-year reunion. 30-year reunion. Cannot wait. So Brilliant. I'm going up on the train. Um, I've found out. So I'm going up on the Saturday, come back on the Sunday. 
sadly there is a rail replacement bus for part of the journey on the way back no. <laughs> so that'll be about five it. hours but uh I'd rather that than drive. Yeah, you can sleep it off. Well, that's, it. That's, that's it. Oh, but that's really good. To I do think, though, that the friends that you make at that time of your life, you know, they stick generally, yes. don't they? You make some good friends. So hopefully she will too. Yep. We love to hear from you. So if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please call or WhatsApp us on 01730 555 500 or you can email team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, we meet one of the runners taking place in today's race. But first, let's find out more about the event today. The Butser Hill Challenge is a timed run on the highest point in the South Downs National Park. The event was founded in 1978 as one of the first major and toughest mass runs. The race is open to all with junior and senior races, so everyone from the age of seven can participate. We're now joined by Louise from Churches and Andy Williams from the new Blenworth Centre Association. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning. So, Lisa, just tell us a little bit about the race. So, um, it's a bit of a festival, really. We have uh, children's races running from year three, um, and then it kind of uh, finishes with our pinnacle event, which is the senior race, which is taking on the hill three times in its in its route, um, which is a five-mile race. So, it starts with a one-kilometer, which the year threes do, and it kind of gradually gets longer and longer in terms of the loop. Um, to result in our senior race at the end. And what is the association with New Blenworth Centre? So um, the Butzer Hill Challenge has always had a partner charity um, throughout the years and um, over the years it's actually raised over £200,000 for various charities um, and we've partnered with the New Blenworth Centre. Um, we think it's a fantastic charity locally. Um, Andy will be able to explain a little bit more about their work um, but we're hoping that our funds from the event will really help towards their charity. And how long does it take to organise an event like this? Uh, good question. Quite a long time. Um, so we're actually taking over the event for the first time this year. We were due to have it last year, unfortunately, due to the death of Queen Elizabeth. Um, we were unable to um, host the event last year. Um, so this is the first time that we're taking on the whole logistics. Previous, it was um, some of the running community that um, that did it. Um, so we're very much learning this year. Um, but we have supported the event for years um, from a logistical point of view. But there there is quite a lot that goes into it um, so we have for the last sort of six eight months been planning this and how's it gone today uh, good yes um, everyone sort of said it's been very smooth a few uh, kind of uh, little blips in an organizational thing um, a few issues we've had to overcome but actually all in all all the races have run really well the atmosphere is fantastic we've got lots of children running and the main thing from our point of view is just seeing so many young people out running and exercising and enjoying the countryside and, and the weather's stayed nice so far fingers crossed fingers crossed and um, we are due rain at midday so uh, it's been perfect conditions so far it's a little bit cloudy so it's not too hot for the runners um, and so we're hoping that stays off um, we did get a bit nervous earlier this week when we saw thunderstorms on the horizon but that's been moved to tomorrow so hopefully we miss it all absolutely let's hope so because it is a great atmosphere down here it'd be lovely to finish it off on a high so andy is this the first time that you along with the new blendworth center have been involved no, it isn't. We've been uh, sponsored by the previous runners before and we're very, very grateful for that. But then churches decided they'd like to have a bit of a partnership with us and we're even more grateful for that. It's a brilliant day. Uh, our centre provides work-related environment for 41 
men and women with learning disabilities, Down syndrome and that sort of thing. We have a thriving nursery up Blendworth Lane and we go and do outwork around some of the major businesses around the area. And uh, we're always, we, we manage from day to day, but we always seem to be on the lookout for another van or another minibus or whatever. Because the main thing that we provide obviously is the work environment, but we also provide respite for the parents and carers. And that means picking up our men and women from all round Hampshire. Thank you very much to churches for doing this and thanks particularly to Louisa who's been wonderful. Yes, I was going to ask you, so which area, what area do you cover? We cover this whole uh, end of Hampshire. Quite, we go out uh, in about uh, 10 miles in each direction, really, uh, to pick up our boys and girls, men and women. Of all ages? Of all ages, yes. I mean, when, uh, you know, Down syndrome used to only last, uh, you know, sort of 20, 30 years. And nowadays, wonderfully, they're, they're reaching retirement age. And uh, not surprisingly, their parents are even older. How long have you been involved with the charity yourself then, Andy? Well, we've been, I ran a local business and we were involved with them 20 or 30 years ago. But uh, more recently, I've become chairman of the charity uh, because I believe it's just a wonderful cause. Andy, Louisa, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Enjoy the rest of the day. Have lots of fun. I hope the rain keeps off and uh, we'll be back again next year. Yeah, thanks for having us here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod. Claire and I have now arrived at the Butser Hill Challenge and we are joined by Sarah Podger from Hearn. Hello Sarah, how are you? Hi, very well, thank you. So, what is Hearn's involvement in the Butser Hill Challenge? Uh, well, we asked um, anyone who was interested to come in and apply and give their name as Hearn Junior School so that we could be here to represent them. And we've had six turn up today, um, so it's been very exciting. Were you expecting more? Uh, we did think there were going to be ten of them. Well, heavy night? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so from all different years have you had take part today? We've had from year four, five, year four and five, and then year six there were a couple we were waiting for, but um, one of our year fours actually came second today, so that's very exciting. And how long is the course? Um, it's a kilometre uh, round. Year sixes would have done two kilometres round the field, up and down the hills as well, so it's quite tough. It looks quite difficult. And why did you choose to get involved? Um, well, I do a running club at school. Um, I thought it'd be great to have something that they could aim towards um, if they came to join running club with us. And is this the first time that Hearn Juniors have been involved in the Butser Hill Challenge? Um, I think it's been running quite a few years and um, we've had some other members of staff that have um, represented Hearn okay, before. Um, yeah. This is your first time? It's my first time, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> now, Sarah, you are joined by Danielle. Hello, Danielle, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. So what's, your, what's been your involvement this morning? Uh, I'm just here to support Sarah, really, and the children. Um, I mean, I had a text from Sarah, do you want to come? Why not? Um, and I'm just glad it's not raining. I'm just here, just here for the party. <laughs> and you're a teacher at Hearn as well, are you? I am, yes, year three. And um, have you been tempted to do the adult Butts Hill Challenge later? I mean, we did have a discussion whether or not to take the two places of the year six children that weren't here today, because um, obviously we look young enough, um, but the hill put us off, the one at the very start. I don't think we could have made that 
today. I think maybe maybe next year we might, uh, might have to do, do some, some training. training. Yes. <laughs> what did it feel like watching your pupils running up the hill? How did that make you feel? Tired. Um, <laughs> very, very tired. Um, but it was actually really lovely to stand at the finish line and watch them come through because it, it was really tough and they actually put a lot of effort in, a lot of determination, which is um, one of our key things at Hearn, really, to just have a go. doesn't matter if you win or not and just, yeah, just give it a go. So it was really nice to be stood here and cheering them on, really, and they all came through with a smile on their face, which was nice. Oh, that's really good to hear. That's really good. To hear. Behind us, they are giving out various awards. We can hear there's a lot of clapping and cheering going on. So, um, well, it's a good event here this morning. Yeah, really good turnout. This is the first time we've both done it, isn't it? Mm. So, we'll definitely come again next year. Yeah. Now, joining Claire, Sarah, and Danielle is Barney, representing Hearn, and his mother, Karis. Hello, Karis. Now, Barney's a little shy. So we're going to speak to you, Karis. How did he get on? He did absolutely brilliantly. It was a slow start. That hill is steep, but he absolutely smashed it and he came second. And how proud were you when you, when you saw him crossing the line in second place? I was so excited. I was cheering him on and I actually missed the finish because I was too busy trying to run after him. He was very, very quick, much quicker than me, but so proud of him. Oh, congratulations, Barney. What an achievement. That's fantastic. Do you enjoy running? Yes. Is this your first time running here? Yeah. Do you think you might do it again? Yeah. How did it make you feel that you came in second? Very happy. You should be. You did a really good job. Was it tough? Was it a really tough race? Yeah. What was the worst bit about it? The hill. And what was the best bit about it? Going downhill really fast. <laughs> I imagine. So you're going to continue running, do you think, then, Barney? Yeah. Well done. And looking forward to next year's race, I imagine, already, then? Oh, I'm so pleased for you. Well done, Barney. It was really, what a really good challenge you had today. Congratulations. Oh, that has been lovely. So hard for you to watch. Has Barney done any races before or is this his first one? Done a little bit of junior park run. Um, only about five or six of them, but he seems to just... Seven or eight, sorry, <laughs> I've just been corrected. Um, and he's absolutely loved it. We even had to do one when we were on holiday, when, when we went to Weymouth. So we had to get up early on holiday to do some running. So, yes, I think he is committed to running now. That is his thing. Definitely sounds like it. Definitely. Well done. Does the whole family get involved? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well done. Thanks. So it's lovely to meet you. And congratulations again, Barney. Enjoy the rest of your day and your trophy there. Look at that. So, Karis, Barney, Sarah, Danielle, thank you for joining us and congratulations to you all. Coming up, Bobby's will be back on our streets and there's an update from our local NCT. But first, here's our What's On Guide. The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? Friday the 22nd of September at 6pm there is a trumpet concert at St John the Evangelist Church on Winchester Road, Langrish. Tickets are £15 and are available to purchase from One Tree Books in Petersfield. There is a new monthly charity quiz night at the Trooper Inn at Froxfield on Thursday the 28th of September. This month the nominated charity is Home Start Butzer and the quiz in action starts at 7.30pm. Friday the 29th of September is a John Walker Memorial Walk starting at 5pm. This is a new walking event between local pubs in memory of Petersfield journalist John Walker. 
and on Wednesday the 4th of October at 6.30pm at the Petersfield Museum, it's the Shine Radio Volunteers Meeting. If you'd like to meet the team behind Petersfield Shine Radio, we hold monthly team meets in Petersfield Town Centre. These first Wednesdays are an open opportunity to spend time with the team, find out how we make Petersfield's local radio service and see how you can get involved. And you can see full details of many more events like those in our online events guide. It's at shineradio.uk. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. The Petersfield Andalus NCT provides education and advice for new parents. Right now, it's enjoying a surge of new activity with fundraising and parent support events. Plus, its famous antenatal classes continue to prove popular locally. Polly Benham-Hughes from the charity spoke to Shine Radio's Stephen Martin. Polly, welcome to Shine Radio. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And you're from the NCT, and we see the NCT is suddenly prominent again in Petersfield. What's going on? Wow. Well, so I'm really, really lucky. Um, Some may know me. I've been around a long time supporting women um, as a breastfeeding counsellor with the NCT. But uh, through the last four or five years with COVID, I'm sure you've heard this story many times, we've found it very hard to get volunteers. And then in the last sort of six months, I've had a mum who came to my baby group every week last year with her little one who's now probably 19 months old, something like that. And she has offered to volunteer and she's basically kick-started the branch. I can't tell you how grateful I am. She's uh, Scarlett and we've had many people say, oh, why don't the NCT do this anymore? Why don't the NCT do that? And I'm like, well, if you would like to volunteer. So having Scarlett, she's kick-started the Nearly New Sale, which is world famous um, and always used to be a really prominent uh, fundraiser for our branch um, so we've got a new one of those in November watch this space and we've got a charity quiz coming up in uh, end of September so a little bit of a fundraiser should be funny um, lots of great raffle prizes <laughs> and for many parents the NCT yeah. is best known perhaps for its antenatal classes yeah. yeah how important is that still for the work uh, you do locally yeah really massive um, we still probably have one antenatal class running most eight weeks sort of sort of six a year probably Um, and they are really well appreciated by the parents who do them I have to say I was having a lovely chat with Sue a local midwife yesterday and sometimes we suffer for the age old NCTs a bit middle class and a bit kind of can we afford it people don't often realise that you can actually access an NCT antenatal class for with up to 80% discount if you're on any kind of benefits it's all basically on household income Um, and it's just an extraordinary chance to explore everything people often think it's just about how do you give birth but actually more than half of the course is how to actually look after a baby which let's face it often the birth bit kind of happens it's not always glorious but you do have to keep looking after your baby for many years to come so lots and lots of opportunities to make friends and also really explore how you think you'd like to parent um, and that's what I see in my work in the NCT Baby Cafe is the parents will come in and they are so grateful for having met a group of peers who they can share this very exciting but scary time and also really access proper evidence-based um, information around having a baby because as you know people have opinions and it's very hard to sort of wade through all the kind of myths and how should I be doing this parenting thing so that's what we do usually. And what can an organisation like NCT provide that isn't available through NHS? 
Um, so I would say um, we can just provide more continuous care, if that makes sense. I know that's a huge thing for the NHS and I really have huge respect for my um, colleagues in the NHS, but what they cannot do, they are just so up against it with um, sort of fewer and fewer midwives and health visitors is they can't provide constant support. And so with the NCT, they find... Uh, uh, a source of regular checking in. Um, I spend my life WhatsApping and emailing and speaking on the phone. Um, and so, what we're able to do from the minute you're pregnant is be there as a, as a regular and you know backup, and also help people navigate the NHS. As you know, NHS can sometimes be a mind-boggling thing. And so, when birth might become complicated, or when there are difficulties when baby's first born, it can be really hard to know how to access what is actually out there. There's an amazing support system within the NHS if you know how to find it. So, yeah. And you mentioned the social side of NHS yeah. as well. How many of the users of your services do you find stick together, stay in contact for years after? Oh, yeah, amazing. I, in fact, I really enjoyed being on the Baby Change stall yesterday because I met uh, enormous numbers of previous NCT volunteers and parents, you know, some of whose babies are going into senior school. <laughs> I would have put them at you know, year three or something. But yes, um, I have a personal bunch of friends. I didn't actually live in the area when I um, first had babies, but a bunch of friends whose babies are all turning 18 this September and they still regularly meet up and have drinks and go on holiday together. And uh, that is the story time and time again with NCT antenatal classes, that's for sure. So, Claire, interesting piece there. Mm-hmm. Do you remember your... Uh, do you remember the people you met at NCT? Do you know what? We didn't join the NCT. Didn't you? No. We were in Clapham in London when I was pregnant with my first daughter and I joined a sort of smaller group of midwives actually who supported women who wanted to give birth at home. Right. So actually, and that's what I did. I had Ella at home. Wow. Which was amazing and really, really well supported. Yes, there was a. I knew about three or four in our, my, our NCT guy I play cricket with, and uh, I only went to one or two. And after the first one, <laughs> me and Jules went to uh, the Good Intent. Oh, did you? We, yeah. <laughs> the P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The P Pod. A police station will be coming to Petersfield in the spring, located in the centre of town. Police Commissioner Donna Jones spoke to Shine Radio's Julie Butler. I'm Julie Butler for Shine Radio and I'm with Donna Jones, the Police and Crime Commissioner and we're going to have a bit of a catch-up on the progress of the police station in Petersfield. Hi Donna, where are we with the police station at the moment? Well Julie, I'm so excited to be opening a new police station in Petersfield. You know, the people of um, Petersfield and the surrounding area deserve to have um, a connection to the local police force to be able to come into a police station and actually what we've decided with the site that um, I'm purchasing in the middle of uh, the town in the square in Petersfield which is the old Barclays Bank that's all just going through legally now we've got all the plans drawn up for the modification for the inside of the building contractors should be on site I'm hoping within the next month to six weeks um, it's going to take about three or four months to do the building work so I'm really really hoping and expecting that the uh, new um, police station brand new police station in Petersfield will be open in the spring probably around March time um, and this is really big for us because this is going to be um, the second new police station site 
site that I've opened since I've been police commissioner. Uh, there will be a front counter, so um, we are yet to determine exactly what hours it will be open, but the people of Petersfield, particularly, for example, on market day, it will be open. You'll be able to come in, uh, report lost property, report information um, of something you think may be going on, somebody perhaps selling drugs or a property that you think something's going on in, or perhaps just to get some information from the police on how to keep your home safe or protect your bike or whatever. So I'm really excited. So that's probably why people at the moment don't see any activity in the Barclays Bank, because that's the comments I've heard coming back. Donna announced it, was it May? No, March, April, May time, wasn't it? And now nothing's happened. So that's why, is because it's still just going for all the legal stuff. Yes, exactly that. Because basically the freehold of the building is owned by East Hampshire District Council. And there are, um, there's the obviously the, the, the bit that has the sort of like the bit that looks like a bank and the bank front. And then you've got the little like kind of old shop front bit next to it on the corner. So what's happening is with the uh, District Council is the property is being split into two. So East Hampshire District Council, as you look at it, will keep the bit to the left. And then the bit that looks like the kind of the original bank entrance, that that is um, going to be the bit that will be the police station. It's actually a TARDIS. You go in that building and it's absolutely, it opens up at the back and it's really big upstairs. So we will have CID, we'll have detectives working upstairs. There'll be sergeant and inspectors in interview rooms in there as well. Room for the public to go in and make a formal statement in a quiet, you know, in an interview room if they need to. Um, taser store, we're going to have everything in there that, that we need to have, as well as bike store for um, neighbourhood policing teams to be out on their bikes but yeah so the delay on getting the contractors in and getting the work started is the fact that Barclays had a lease which they have surrendered so uh, we've been looking at buying the lease and then tying that up with the freehold as well because I need to spend several hundred thousand pound on the security and the modification to the building inside to put in all of the police servers the data um, uh, connections they need and of course as I say things like taser stores and other secure equipment areas they need so just working through the legals on that freehold I can't obviously get contractors in there and start the work until I've got the legal ownership of the building and the uh, Hampshire County Council are doing the legals for me on that um, with East Hampshire District Council so as soon as it completes I've got contractors ready to get in there. (laughs) That's brilliant and there's space for police cars to park as well? Yeah, there are. I think there are three or four spaces around the back, but obviously there is public car park behind it as well. So, uh, yes, we'll be using the space immediately behind behind the building. There are there are a few spaces for police cars. I look forward to some more updates. Thank you. And that's it for this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to our guests this week. Donna Jones, Julie Butler, Polly Bainham-Hughes, Stephen Martin, Sarah Podger, Danielle, Barney and his mum, Karis, and Louise from Churches College. Thanks also to our editor, M. Sefton-Smith, and the Shine Radio team. So from Claire and I this week, bye! bye. Come on, Petersfield, let's build a band. A beat from Dragon Street, and a snare from The Square, a bass from Penn's Place, a gliss from Liss, and a fill from Bell Hill. Ooh, some vocals from us locals, and the Dave Gilmore... Of Tillmore. Only Petersfield's Shine Radio plays original music from local musicians. The local showcase with Mandy P is sponsored by Brickyard Studios. Petersfield's professional recording studio, rehearsal space, and PA hire. The local showcase, Thursday nights at 9 and always online at shineradio.uk.